Manx Radio's Update with Paul Moran. Faster my good evening, it's half past five and this is Update for Tuesday 24th of January from Manx Radio. A 30-minute look at the latest news on the Isle of Man, plus background to the news, sport, business, sea watch and travel updates, plus the newsmakers in person. Tonight, we are warned to remain vigilant online following a surge in various scams. Hygiene in GP surgeries will be actioned as a priority, say the government. Braces ordered online could have painful consequences. The Ramsey Bakery collapse exposes the vulnerability of food security on the island. Numbers are down for the autumn COVID booster. And the Villa Marina was more than £266,000 over budget as at December. Man Benham for all your business and legal needs. Now with the time at 5.31, let's get the latest headlines with Siobhan Fletcher. Faster my Siobhan. Faster my. Less than 40% of Manx residents with underlying health conditions have had an autumn COVID-19 booster jab. The latest figures published by Manx Care show 36.1% of those aged 16 to 64 with conditions that make them more vulnerable to the virus have received the latest dose. The Villa Marina complex was running more than £266,000 over budget as of the last month of 2022. That's according to the Education, Sports and Culture Minister, who was asked today about government efforts to minimise costs at the venue. Western Men and Sheds is hosting an open day tomorrow from 10am at their new premises in Peel. The charity aims to support people by offering a place to pursue practical interests, learn new skills, friendship and a warm space. Further afield, the aunt of murder victim Zara Alina says probation officers have blood on their hands. It follows a damning report which revealed failings in the way her niece's killer was monitored after being released from prison just days before she died. Police searching for a missing couple and their newborn baby believe the family's been sleeping in a tent in sub-zero temperatures. Officers have been trying to find Constance Martin and Mark Gordon since their car broke down on a motorway near Bolton two and a half weeks ago. And Colin Farrell says he's beyond honoured about his first Oscar nomination for Best Actor for his role in The Banshees of Inner Sharon. He's up against Brendan Fraser, Austin Butler, Bill Nye and Normal People's Paul Meskell. They're your headlines, news at six. Man Benham. Contact us by phone, video call, email or face-to-face. We're happy to connect with you. Manx Radio Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. This evening and tonight uh, it's going to be cloudy with extensive hill fog, some patchy rain and drizzle possible at times, a light to moderate southwesterly wind with minimum temperature around 7 degrees. Uh, tomorrow morning is going to be cloudy with outbreaks of rain soon developing and becoming more widespread before clearing to the south around midday with highs of 9 degrees. Sunrise tomorrow morning, 8.17, and uh, sunsets tomorrow night getting closer to 5 o'clock at uh, 4.44. Thursday going to be mostly dry, sunny intervals, a light moderate northerly wind, temperatures reaching up to 7 or possibly 8 at best. Uh, low water today is at 7.43 uh, tonight at uh, 0.6 metres. High water tomorrow morning, bright and early at 1.34, 7.1 metres. And then later uh, tomorrow morning at 5 to 8 is low water at uh, 0.5 metres. High water tomorrow later in the day at 1.56 at 7.5 metres. Visit the Manx Glass and Glazing website and see a range of products from windows to doors, mirrors to splashbacks. Manxglass.com
The Villa Marina complex was more than £266,000 over budget as of December 2022. That's according to Education, Sport and Culture Minister, who thinks there could be several factors behind this. Out of the total 15 acts, 10 turned over a profit, meaning that five <coughs> made a loss. A factor towards this was the number of shows carried over from the previous years, which had to be slotted into dates available to both the venue and artist. These were carryovers from the COVID period, so um, it's perhaps not a good year to, to be doing any, any of these comparisons. But this has meant that some prime and or more suitable dates for the type of show were already booked, so that could have been in, uh, perhaps an impact on these shows. question, Mr Wallenberg. Thank you, Mr Speaker. Does the Minister recognise the um, importance of local promoters to the calendar of events in the, in the Gaiety Theatre? And is she satisfied that the terms and conditions for those local promoters are enough for them to be working with, or should they be improved and reviewed? Minister's reply. The offering that um, is available at the Villa Gaiety, I think, is really important to the island. It's, it's culture, it's our arts, and it also is an attraction for the viability of the island to put on these events. Um, with regards to, to the terms and conditions, obviously, um, these, these <coughs> have been reviewed recently and um, up, updated, um, but um, uh, my view of any of this is it should be for the benefit of the island, for the people of the island, so that they have excellent access to facilities on island. Final supplementary, Mr Thomas. Does the Minister agree with me? We should also mention that the Arts Council and Culture Van <coughs> use lottery funds rather than straight public revenue to underwrite um, performances in the villa and the gate, and that's also another thing that should be taken into account. Yes, totally agree. I think sometimes there's a lack of understanding where some of the funding comes from for events, and certainly the Arts Council and Culture Van and do support events. The collapse of Ramsey Bakery underlined how exposed the island could be in food security terms. A gathering in Douglas last night organised by the Lib Van Party talked over the issues facing the island in this area. Here's John Moss. The Lib Van leader, Laurie Hooper, says the right people were there to discuss food security, production, competition. We had the Defo Minister, we had the Chair of the Manx Farmers Union, we had the Chair of the Manx Fish Producers Association uh, so they were sat around the table and really they just took questions for about two hours actually from the audience. It was a really uh, productive, really engaging meeting I think. Uh, food security was the, the theme. Uh, the key message I think that came out from uh, the whole room really, including the government and the people that were attending was very much the buy local message. Uh, if you want to support your local community, you want to support local farmers, buy local is key not just for us as individuals but for government as well. Defa Minister Claire Barber was also at the meeting. The, the piece that we've been doing additional work on, specifically off the back of the war in Ukraine, rising import prices, all those other significant challenges that are facing food production. And that's about understanding where we can increase what we're producing on the island and make sure that there are markets for it. Looking at the, the work we need to do around the logistics and making sure the storage, transport, all those um, pieces that jigsaw. But you know, also really encouraging, and one of the big points that came out and uh, something I'd absolutely advocate for is looking at where government can make sure we're using local produce and I've already had the opportunity to speak with uh, representatives again from education and feedback to them on the elements of the meeting that came out last night because I think it's really important that we keep this conversation. We're all engaged and we all want the same things. There's no one I've come across who says, ah, who cares about food security? It doesn't matter if we've got food. Of course we need food. At the minute, most people have a significant choice of what food they buy. If we did find ourselves in a more challenging situation, that may well change, but we do have 
a significant quantity of locally produced food and I would love to see us have more locally produced food and I'd love to see all of our uh, consumers on the island really championing and supporting that local seasonal sustainable project. If you have a news story for Manx Radio to investigate and report, email newsroom at manxradio.com or call 682 631 any time of day or night. People on the Isle of Man are being urged to report suspicious emails in a bid to stop scam artists defrauding businesses out of thousands of pounds. The UK's National Cyber Security Centre says even with the Ukraine war, raging ransomware attacks remain the single biggest global cyber threat. Mike Hayward is the director of the Office of Cyber Security and Information Assurance, which is tasked with keeping the island safe from cybercrime. We've had over 10,000 reports. Um, we're trying to build awareness of the service to encourage people to be able to send anything that they think is suspicious in there. Once they're in there, we can potentially then bring down the service and stop people receiving further suspicious emails. So the more that's reported, the more that we can hopefully detect and deter people from sending them. And it also builds a picture of the nature of things that we're receiving. What do you think is the biggest threat to the island from a cybersecurity perspective? I'd say that ransomware is also, from a business perspective, uh, the most likely thing that could cause the biggest amount of damage. Um, that's why the UK National Cybersecurity Centre or the NCSC highlight that. Um, we can see trends worldwide where ransomware um, is disrupting business and causing uh, disruption to the services that they provide and there are a number of examples um, with with uh, large and small organizations being uh, finding their data has been stolen and they're being held to ransom um, and they they need to pay the ransom or uh, they need to have some strategy in place to deal with that and are there ways to be able to remove a ransomware attack um, there are. I mean, if, if, for instance, somebody was to report that to us here locally, um, we'd be able to give them some initial advice with regards to how to maybe stop the spread or, or, or um, contain what was going on. And then there are specialist companies here on the island that we could potentially put you in touch with who could then help you fix the problem and get your business back up and running again. The Infrastructure Minister says further improvements are being considered at the Isle of Man Airport over security around vehicles. Chris Thomas was questioned by politicians today about policies at Ronsway for unattended cars outside the terminal. After the Glasgow Airport attack in 2007, aviation security guidelines changed to mitigate an attack like this in the future. One of those changes was to ensure that no unattended cars are parked near the terminal. In order to remain compliant, the inside lane access was limited to buses, taxis and passengers with reduced mobility only. These vehicles are for dropping off only and must not be left unattended. Even this is not fully compliant to the aviation security guidelines and so further improvements to our security are being considered. However, to try and help passengers with reduced mobility, the airport has designated disabled and free parking spaces within the central car park close to the main entrance, allowing additional time to facilitate the drop-off or pick-up of passengers. Supplementary question, Mr Morehouse. In terms of record keeping, our records actually kept on the number of people raising concerns about this issue, and also in terms of the security issues that you've raised since 2007, our records kept of those, because potentially it could be a daily issue in terms of people leaving the car and then going to the airport. So how are these records actually kept and monitored? We're only aware of one formal complaint and that was raised right at the beginning of 2022. Airport security are trained
trained in customer service. However, they have to put compliance and safety first. We are seeing an increase in abuse directed towards our staff who are rightfully raising the issue of unattended cars with individuals. The, this issue is becoming more frequent with at least two recent occasions in the last few months of passengers parking outside the terminal and then <coughs> jetting off island. The master plan, the airport master plan, will look to ensure that security guidelines of vehicle proximity to the terminal is resolved. Sea Watch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company. Ben McCree left Taysham eight minutes past two this afternoon. Should be in Douglas uh, in about 10, 15 minutes time at five to six. Uh, heading out at 7.45 tonight. Back out to Haysham. Uh, should be in Haysham Harbour uh, around about 11.30 tonight. The overnight sailing, uh, as per usual, 2.15 in the morning. Coming back, should be in Douglas Harbour tomorrow at six o'clock. For more information, head to manxradio.com, click onto news, then click onto travel. Follow the Steam Packet on Twitter for the latest sailing information. Less than 40% of Manx residents with underlying health conditions have had the autumn COVID-19 booster jab. There's also been a lower uptake among those who qualify for the dose through their job. Sean Cowper reports. Uptake of the vaccine among older residents is high, with more than 90% of those aged 75 and over, plus 99% of care home residents having received the jab. However, the latest data from Manx Care shows just 36.1% of those aged 16 to 64 with conditions that make them more vulnerable to COVID-19 have had the booster. Meanwhile, just 33.7% of 50 to 54-year-olds and 43.7% of 55 to 59-year-olds have taken up the offer of an additional dose. Manx Care says it gives the island a booster uptake of 60% among those aged 50 or older, slightly down compared to England, where 64.5% of all over 50s have had the jab. There's also a lower uptake among those offered the booster through work, with 36.3% of frontline staff and 28.6% of those who work in care homes having had the additional dose. Drop-in clinics for those eligible for the booster vaccine continue at the Chester Street Vaccine Hub on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Manx Radio Business Briefing. Primark owner Associated British Foods on Tuesday posted a 20% rise in sales during the Christmas period as consumers continued to hunt for bargains amidst the cost of living crisis and returned to city shopping centres. The company, which also has agriculture, sugar and food ingredient operations, said revenue in the last 16 weeks to January the 7th rose to £6.7 billion, with Primark sales up 18% to £3.1 billion as visits to stores rose in large city centres and in retail parks after as they rebounded from Covid lockdowns. Group full-year expectations, though, remain unchanged. UK and European markets closed lower, with investor digesting the latest flash purchasing managers index data from the Eurozone in January and the early rumblings of corporate earnings season. US stocks wilted after back-to-back days of gains as investors evaluated another round of quality financial results from companies. Crude oil prices were steady as concerns about a global economic slowdown and expected build in US oil inventories were offset by hopes of a fuel demand recovery from top importer China and gold prices were flat as traders weighed the next Federal Reserve policy move next week. The Stock Market Report, brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. 
Markets at the close, the FTSE 100 was down 0.35% at 7757. DAX also down 0.07% at 15093. At 5 o'clock, the Dow Jones closed down 0.2, uh, 0.02% at 33624. S&P 500 down 0.14% at 4013. NASDAQ down 0.09 at 11.353. Exchange rate a pound will get you $1.232 and it will get you 1.133 euros and in commodities gold per troy ounce uh, closed up 0.14% at $1.933 Brent crude oil per barrel was down 1.62% at $86.60 The world was a very different place when Ramsey Crookall set up business back in 1946 but his passion for providing outstanding service and looking after every client as if they were one of the family has endured for over 76 years. So if you're looking for the continuity of a personal, bespoke investment strategy, perhaps it's time to look at our discretionary services. Trustworthy, dependable and tailored. Ramsey Crookle, the island's investment specialist. Call 717171 or visit ramseycrookle.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. Amongst dentists is warning that clear braces ordered over the internet could lead to people experiencing painful consequences. A number of companies offer this service online, often without a proper consultation. Dr James Garrett is the general dental surgeon here on the island. About four or five years ago, these companies popped up offering to do internet consultations in internet clear aligners, and then worryingly other companies popped up offering with no consultation just to kind of buy the aligners after you've sent your impression in and there's so many pitfalls to look at while you're you're doing this because you are actually having a medical procedure and you wouldn't go and have arm surgery without a consultation i always warn patients of three risks Uh, the first one is nerve damage if you put too much pressure on a tooth you can sever the nerve the other one is pain you can be in severe pain with them if they aren't prescribed right and the main one is is root resorption is where your body's immune system can actually eat your own teeth from the inside if they aren't moved correctly or have an immune reaction it's so important to make sure that you see a professional i think the socioeconomic climate at the moment and the um, instagram generation led want for better aesthetics and perfect teeth and bloggers kind of having these so-called perfect lives and perfect teeth that's that's driving people towards this and people might not be able to afford the um, authentic clear aligners so they will go for spurious kind of copy systems that maybe not not be as good don't get me wrong some of the systems do follow protocols and the product may be the same but if you haven't had the inspection first you haven't had all the tests done you haven't had an x-ray taken you haven't had a treatment plan you haven't given fully informed consent by signing a consent form how are you going to know the risks and benefits if you haven't had a consultation i have seen the tragic consequences the damage it does to people, and then they're having to fork out again either to to mend the problem or to accept the, the problem that they have been put in with. Manx Radio Sport.
Rob Pritchard has the sport for us tonight. Fast am I, Rob? Fast am I. Good evening. Starting this evening with motorsport and entries have now opened for the 2023 Pre-TT Classic Road Races. The meeting on the Balloon course is scheduled to take place this year from Friday the 26th of May to Sunday the 28th of May. The event is running on a revised schedule compared to 2022 as a result of the new schedule for TT 2023. The Southern 100 Club has confirmed, although there is a change in date, the programme of events remains the same as last year. Competitors are being encouraged to apply to take part online. The deadline for entries is on Thursday the 30th of March. Turning to football, and the Isle of Man Football Association has made two new appointments to expand its development of the women and girls game locally. The organisation has announced Danny Foster and Stevie Mallon have taken up part-time roles to aid the wider objective of making sure women and girls get equal access to opportunities in the sport on Ireland. Danny has been made Equal Games Ambassador and this will include providing off-field support. As part of it, the aim is to create, maintain and develop the female offering in football to make sure inclusive, safe and accessible opportunities are available. Meanwhile, Stevie takes up the position of women and girls community champion in her work stevie will look to identify recruit and support female volunteers at the beginning of their coaching journey as well as assist the growth of recreational football for all and finally in pool a manx player has made his debut on the prestigious ultimate pool tour series callum gardner took part in the competition for the first time at the weekend at the grand hotel in blackpool in events one and two of the challenger series he put in a spirited display in event one but ultimately lost out 6-2 to england's dave kobe However, the following day also ended in a loss, but Callum did better his score slightly as he went down 6-3 to Ricardo Jones of England. Callum will next be in action in the series, again in Blackpool, for events 3 and 4 from the 23rd to the 26th of March. Manx Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Nothing being reported uh, to us on the roads at the moment. Down at the airport, everything looking on time. That is on the departure boards, uh, Liverpool and the London Gatwick flight on time. Uh, arrivals uh, from Gatwick, Liverpool, also London City. The Gatwick coming in at 7.30, Liverpool about 5 to 8 and the London City at 5 past 8. Uh, all showing on time at the moment. Uh, on to the roadworks. Um, Roadworks continue on Prince's Road for patching work in Douglas. Also, Douglas Avenue uh, closed for some gas repairs. St. Mark's, uh, the St. Mark's Road closed for the resurfacing between the uh, Ballagarry Methodist Church and the Mullanarraga Road. Uh, Ballabeg, a temporary light on the main road near the Arbury Parish Hall for uh, continuing work on the Zebra Crossing and also Port Erin. Temporary lights on the up uh, promenade 24 hours a day for resurfacing and also on the Bradder Road. More information on this can be found at manxradio.com. Click on to news, then click on to travel. Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Spread your payments interest-free. Get more with Keyside. Issues with cleanliness and hygiene at GP surgeries on the Isle of Man will be actioned as a priority. That's the pledge from government after external inspectors found issues at a number of practices, several of which pose potential infection risk. Paul Moore is the Executive Director of Nursing for Manx Care. What was picked up here is that in a particular practice, there is a need to have elbow taps rather than taps that you put your hand around. And elbow taps are much better for infection prevention because you don't use your hands, obviously, you just wash them. 
them. And in one particular sink, there was the uh, there wasn't elbow elbow taps in place. That's something that needs to be addressed. In another practice, there was a carpet in a clinical area, and it's generally frowned upon to have a carpet in a clinical area because um, it's difficult to decontaminate. And in another practice, there was an issue around the cleaning schedules, which is the list of you know how how the cleaning is done. Um, it wasn't in the place that the inspectors expected to find it and as a consequence of that they've raised it as an escalation so I can reassure your listeners that uh, in terms of infection prevention it's taken very seriously across all general practices. Do you think the government should be taking a more proactive approach to ensuring that all of the facilities are up to scratch? I think the government do take a proactive approach to making sure the facilities are uh, to the standard. They obviously work within a financially constrained environment and therefore it's not it's not always easy or possible to um, upgrade the premises in the timescales that people would like. But what I can say is that the Department of Health, who are the, the main landlord for many of these premises, um, and Manx Care uh, are working very closely together to prioritise the improvements that need to be made uh, to make the premises fit and suitable where that is needed uh, and right for people who use them and uh, expect in the future for that plan to be developed and so we could be able to provide details in due course. Yeah, I'm very confident we will make substantial improvements against these uh, recommendations by the time the CQC come back. And Western Men in Sheds is hosting an open day tomorrow from their new premises in Peel. The charity supports people by offering a warm, friendly space to pursue practical interest, learn new skills and meet new people. Organisation member Vori Heaton says the event is on 10am until midday and is open to everyone. The Western Men in Sheds have finally signed a lease for the old workshop garage, which is adjacent to the town hall in Peel. So uh, Wednesday morning between 10 and 12, it's uh, an opportunity for anybody in Peel to come along and meet some of the people who are involved, find out a little bit more about the scheme and ways in which they might become part of it if they so wish. As I say, we're all very excited about it because it feels after a long journey, we finally managed to get a premises. There is a lot of work to do within the garage, you know, putting up benches and various different things. So anybody who'd like to come along and have a cup of tea or a cup of coffee or something, they'd be more than welcome. We do want to be as inclusive as possible. So it is not just about men. It is about, you know, everybody in the community. Getting involved in the community can be extremely helpful in terms of people's mental health and well-being. We know that men are often those most isolated in in some of our communities and this is an opportunity for them to get together with others and perhaps chat and socialise whilst also being part of the, the Men in Sheds experience. We're always looking for people to donate any tools, small workshop machinery if they have. You know, they can come and hear how to do that if they come along on Wednesday. That's it for update compiled from the resources of Manx Radio's news department. Thanks to newsreader Siobhan Fletcher and producer Rianne Evans. After the news at six, it's Ireland Life. Howard Parkin taking us through the wonders we can look forward to seeing and the island's night skies this year. Chris Kinley is here at 6.30 with Greatest Hits, the folk show with John Barker here at nine. After hours with Dave Moore at 10. Sweet and Swing, served to you by The Wine Cellar. And this is Howard Kane. Do you like your music more like this?
than this? Then you don't need to change channel, just tune into Sweet and Swing here on Manx Radio every Friday evening. From Al Boley to Xavier Cugat, via Geraldo, Carol Gibbons, Glenn Miller and all points in between. Sweet and Swing, Fridays at nine with me, Howard Kane. Served up to you by the wine cellar. Qplus is much more than a plumbing and heating trade counter. Come and explore the largest bathroom showroom on the island, where we're always updating our displays and stocking the latest bathroom designs and trends to make sure we have just what you're looking for. Visit Qplus on Snugborough Trading Estate or find us on Facebook to see some fabulous bathroom inspiration. Running a business is always tough, but these days it seems to be getting harder. Keeping on top of sales, recruiting staff and trying to keep up with the accounts can mean that there just aren't enough hours in the day. One phone call to Shimin Wilson, a Manx firm of chartered accountants and business consultants, is all you need. Shimin Wilson can help you with an extensive range of accountancy-related services and a team on hand to help you through these tough times. Your peace of mind is only one call away on 627744. Keyside Tire and Service Centre and Evo Moto have joined expertise in their new dedicated motorcycle service repair and restoration centre, H&H Motorcycles on Southkey Industrial Estate. With proven road and race pedigree, along with being a Maxton suspension supplier, engine rebuilds, restoration work, parts and tyres, you have a one-stop shop for all your motorcycle requirements. Check out H&H Motorcycles on Facebook or visit hhmotorcycles.am or call 665646. Oh, you signed up to do this year's Manx Telecom Parish Walk. Early bird discount ends on January the 31st. Visit parishwalk.com now to register. <sighs> right, time to get training. Dine all American with our TGI Friday's frozen food range. Ribs, chicken wings, fries, hash browns, cheesecake. You choose. Exclusive frozen brands at ShopRite Douglas.